0: Trending news right now. All
1: right, we get into our trending topics looking at what's happened in social media in the last 24 hours. Our producer Kanya Bonani joining us again. All right, let's get straight to it, Kanya. Hashtag Solim Simanga, uh, DA Gauteng leader, Solim Simang rather, has been assaulted by a man who had earlier claimed that the politician was a thief and liar. Apparently, was owed uh, you know, uh, quite a lot of money, 1.4 million Rand. So there's a video showing a bleeding Simanga who, uh, you know, has, it's made its way to social media platforms and the alleged attacker. We don't know who he is.
0: First of all, one soul should have given us like some sort of warning because literally that video came out of nowhere. It came and then everyone was asking what is happening here. Also interesting thing to note, and I'm not sure why Some of the media houses haven't picked this up yet, but um, a senior journalist here at the S.A.P.C., um, Usam Gelo, he basically had done sort of a follow up. I think an hour or two after that initial video went viral Mm. and was like, no, Solim Simanga is a director at the company where that um, warehouse where the fight takes place. And there was the money, this 1.4 million was put into that company. So the question here is: Is that alleged, or it's alleged? But also, there's it. so basically Samuel Maseko um, on his Twitter page. If you if you follow yeah. him, I think he's Lord of the Media, something like that. Um, if you try and find his his tag or his handle, um, he basically has a screenshot of of the you know information around the the the, the forklift company and he basically underlines a part where Solim is actual is actually sort of named as one of the directors. So I find it very interesting that no one has followed up on this to find out what's going on. But the other problem in this situation is that literally an hour after that receipt is pulled up, there is a video of reconciliation, that it was a misunderstanding, mm. and we shouldn't have been so angry and, you know hit each other because apparently Msumanga was the one to push. <laughs> yeah. To put the first It's push.
1: interesting that also he wouldn't open a case.
0: I mean, I think in the second video where there's this whole reconciliation and the guy who allegedly beat him, you know, was the one talking, he looked like he was fuming. Like he was upset. So I wouldn't necessarily put it past him to to open a case. Obviously the jury's still out on what'll happen next or if they're gonna try and keep this under wraps. But it doesn't bode well for Ms. Manga because he has been accused of corruption in the past, you know, his removal mm. from the Twane Mayoral Council, you know, it after especially after the Glad Africa um, revelations, doesn't put him in good stead in terms of, you know, is he someone that we can trust type thing. But also, you know, the DA has put out a statement, you know, Denying talking.
1: the accusations, yeah. <laughs> exactly.
0: So I don't know, is it? Is this an episode of who's fooling who or if people really well, you know, think South it's Africa's a private not matter? Let it go.
1: We're going to definitely investigate. And this I- unidentified man is probably going to be an identified man by Monday. I mean... If not by tomorrow.
0: <laughs> the problem is that in the initial video, he's the one that's busy screaming in the background saying, you're a liar, you're a thief, where's my money? It's for him to go from 100 all the way to i'm sorry
1: misunderstanding yeah you you don't sense
0: like i understand it's a lot of money 1.4 million could change anybody's life if you use the money right but there's a lot of questions that are unanswered yeah
1: let's talk hashtag ramaposa q a so deputy speaker lechesa Zinodi. Uh, shown uh, to, you know, shooting down attempts by the EFF to stop President Cyril Ramaphosa from answering questions in Parliament. So the EFF was saying that the president is suspended Mm -hmm. because of this power battle going on within the ANC where suspended Secretary General Ace Mahashule had written to Ramaphosa saying that he in turn is suspending (laughs) the president. (laughs) And then now EFF is saying, Aibo, you can't talk uh, president because you have uh, been suspended. You can't address the house.
0: I mean... To a certain extent, I understand why the FF did this. I think, in many ways, a lot of the opposition parties have taken swipes at the a- ANC and and how you know their internal politics are spilling out into the parliamentary floor. The DA did something similar when um, John Steenhuisen was asking, "Oh, so who's going to who's going to show up today? Who's going to be the person that leads the ANC?" And one of the things that made me laugh about um, Ramaphosa's response was. You know for someone for someone who loves putting their nose in the business of the ANC we never comment about your internal struggles and the fact that nobody in your in your little caucus has degrees I was like mic drop yeah but I South mean, Africa for you
1: <laughs> but at the and same Parliament time I think so yes. you know, if somebody did a series just you did you wouldn't even <laughs> need to make anything up just follow what's been happening and make a television series on that we was would watch not that a every show
0: night. called Re- the Republic at some point in time yeah I th- I'm not sure if it was on it was on SAPC or if it was um under I think the mouth of TV yeah yeah,
1: yeah. I've seen a, a glimpses of that. That was
0: a really good depiction of what was going on in the country at the time. But I digress. I think what we need to take from this is the fact that I think that pa- the Parliamentary Caucus, the ANC Parliamentary Caucus, standing behind Cyril um, Ramaphosa, shows you that this is a precursor to what may happen on the weekend where we have actual real conversations about who is leading the ANC, at what point does that start and end, and who will deal decisively with all of these letters suspending everybody else in the room?
1: It wasn't a surprise, I guess, also. EFF is always interjecting in Parliament. We would expect that. But anyway, uh, President Ramaphosa ended up going on to answer the questions, and then that, mm. that was that. was that Let's talk hashtag to Sombedu now. The other day we were talking about how great she's doing, and I feel, I feel like for me this story is one of those, when you're doing great and you're climbing the ladder, somebody wants to pull you down and find <laughs> something wrong. So this beautiful girl and a great success story from us here in South Africa is in hot water on Thursday, after she thanked controversial podcaster, Mac G. So Mac G gives a shout out to her on a podcast. And then she in turn says, thank you for that shout out. And then Twitter's like, no, 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 no. You don't thank Mac G because of his previous comments, especially Mm -hmm. around the LGBTQI plus community. And, uh, you know, we don't like him. So you can't be giving this guy any attention. Do it in private. Then she (laughs) went and deleted the post. First of all, do you think that she should have deleted the post and moved to what Twitter was saying? Um, And second of all, if, you know, this kind of thing happens, what do we do when um, somebody has been accused of something Mm. and we now need to also judge that person and never, ever be in any kindness towards them?
0: Yeah, I think, you know, the hard thing about Twitter sometimes is that we get caught up in the cancel culture. And I'm not saying that cancel culture doesn't have its purpose or serve a role, right, in society when it comes to calling out people who really um, don't want to show any tolerance towards other, you know, groups, whether it be by race, gender, sexuality, um, religious belief, et cetera. So I understand to a certain extent why people are not over what, Uh, Mac G has said, and also his actions thereafter in not wanting to reform or wanting to, you know, um, be a little bit more filtered in terms of, you know, this is the kind of audience you're speaking to. And some of that audience wouldn't appreciate A, B and C. The problem with Mac G as well is that this isn't the first time we found him, you know, falling short in a situation like this. I mean, he got fired from YFM for the exact same reason at almost a decade to a day of the day of um, that incident. So I think on the one hand, I understand why um, Twitter isn't over it yet. But at the same time, I think people need to realize that as much as we don't like someone or we don't agree with their stance, if you say you're canceling him and you don't want to follow or or like or share or subscribe to his beliefs, then don't interact or involve yourself with anything that they have to say. Sort of if you can mute him at G or put um or block his account or whatever so that you don't interact with his with his, you know, um products or services or podcasts, that's what you need to do but to tell someone or to police someone as to how to align themselves It becomes problematic because you're not giving that person agency to, one, be able to say, okay, I'm learning from this moment. I'm understanding why people may not like this person. And I'll, you know, reserve my comments for either offline with that person, you know, in real life. So where
1: do we draw the line, though? Because she was not addressing any issue around the LGBTQI plus community. The conversation Mm. was just saying, shout out to our girl for doing great. Mm. and she's saying thank you for the shout out where's the line because we had this also about yeah. where they, you know change a identity, guy for yeah. Yeah. those I'm, I'm putting it very slanglish uh but he, him being nominated for a safta and people are saying why is he nominated so mm. where do we separate what the person was you know being ostracized mm. for the action versus the versus person versus what what else happens after that and how long do we keep people sort of, you know, ostracized. And at what point do we say, okay, we forgive and and we do maybe just give them some kind of leeway to correct what mistakes they did wrong, but we forgive them. What is the, where's the line?
0: Unfortunately on Twitter, it seems that there's no line and that's what's making things very, very tricky. I think that, you know, at some point we're going to have to move to a place where those who are not willing to, you know, learn from their mistakes or at least try and acknowledge that it was a mistake and move forward and be more sensitive. You know, you have to now start distancing yourself from those sorts of things or the comments or what that person represents. But in terms of Tuso's success in her interview, her interview was great. I don't see a reason why, you know, those people should be policing who she speaks to and at what point. And also, you know, people, what they don't get is that the are ramifications to things like this. So when she trends. On a situation like this, where she hasn't said anything wrong personally, yeah. but the person she is associated with in that podcast—not even
1: associated with—she's just literally just thanking the guy mm-hmm. for the positive vibes that he's sending to her.
0: Yeah, but Do you I think mean, so?
1: You think then she did the right thing by deleting the post, even though even for Twitter it wasn't enough because even after I mean, she deleted, people were saying you were wrong. You were told you don't you don't associate with villains. Who, you know how Twitter can get.
0: You know, from a tactical, strategic PR position, yes, she did the right thing. Because at the end of the day, you don't want to have people find these receipts of things that honestly don't necessarily sway or change your career, right? Mm. Because an interview like this is great in that she's engaging with, you know, South Africa's, you know, biggest um, podcasters and YouTubers and all of that, which is great for a brand. But the sort of chatter and fodder around who she should talk to and who she shouldn't talk to, you know, draws bigger questions around, okay, is this person easily swayed? You know, does this person, you know, live in their truth? And I like the fact that she herself, in subsequent tweets says, you know what, I spoke to, you know, people that I can trust to understand what it was that, you know, triggered everybody left, right, center, and everywhere else. And I respectfully would like to say that, this is how I'm going to deal with things in the future, right, and also I'm not going to be told who to associate with right If you come to me with the right approach and say, "Look, this is what's happened, and this is why people feel this way. Mm-hmm. I'll respond to you, but don't come to me and say, "Don't do this or you must educate yourself or like the the I think so the mean she- girling is what she was trying to call out in the subsequent tweets where she you know, basically, you know,
1: put a. Should she then respond to after because she did apologize. And then she said, um, I'm removing it, she deleted it, but then it was still not okay for some uh, tweets. Should, should we respond to that then for those who are oh, saying? No, still,
0: I think, not I think, enough. I think, you know, we've gotten to a point, I think in, on on social media where if you keep engaging it, you're going to find yourself in a situation where um everything you say is going to be wrong or it's going to be perceived in a malicious way. So her apologizing and her pointing out how people should approach her in the future, I think that's a great way to end it, to dead it. If people still feel a type of way, then that's their personal issue.
1: Just uh, don't do Twitter. <laughs> I don't know what to
0: say. It's a minefield, guys. When you
1: are in a successful <laughs> place in your life, you are literally at the top of the mountain. Just avoid Twitter for that moment and then come back when people are talking about other people, when when you feel like you're almost in retirement. I don't know. I, I really don't know.
0: <laughs> They're going
1: to talk about you either way. <laughs> That's the thing, hey. I some of us just keep it for work things, and we don't comment. We just retweet whatever's going on on Sound Awake. It helps. <laughs> Let's just move on to hashtag Chief Justice now. Um, Chief Justice Muhweng Mohueng going on long leave and his deputy Raymond Zondo busy with the state capture inquiry. So obviously somebody needs to step in and that's uh, Justice CC Kampepe who's now become the country's acting Chief Justice. This is effective as of 1st May Mm. according to President Cyril Ramaphosa who has appointed the 64-year-old.
0: Yay! Female power. Here we go. I mean, we've been waiting for female Chief Justice for a while. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but I mean, she, she comes as a really qualified, very experienced, you know, good, solid head on on the shoulders, especially when it comes to the head of the judiciary, who is currently interviewing for the new chief justice. Mm. Um, In the news, however, you know, there's been a lot of chatter around why the chief justice, well, the current chief justice, is taking the long sabbatical. Some people are saying he's trying to dodge the um Jacob Zuma contempt of court you know warrant others are like no 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 i think i think he's gone through enough mm. but you know the chief justice himself and his office have made it very clear to the public that it's normal it's part it's it's part of his you know um uh it's part of procedure one but also it's it's um he's allowed to take the time off to do other things to be out of the limelight especially after the statement that he ran um the 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 contentious statement he ran on palestine and south africa um so i think that now is a really good time for him to disappear also his term ends later this year so mm. it shouldn't really make a difference here or there but you know other people will feel different because of the jacob Zuma content of court call if he doesn't appear before zondo
1: all right i mean and she's done great for herself she, as you say you know in mm. uh, 1995 she was commissioner at the Truth and Reconciliation Commission. 2004, she was an observer at the Zimbabwe elections. And then the Gauteng High Court is where she started in 2000. And in 2009, began serving at the Constitutional Court. I would love for her to to take over. Anyway, that's my wish. Hashtag HR Twitter, uh, a tweet that went viral and exposed biases in recruiters. So a recruitment, I don't know if it was a recruitment specialist who was saying they received CVs, were not happy with what they received for CAs, about eight, and was saying, I'm not hiring, I, I wouldn't hire any of these uh, these uh, CVs that have been brought to me. They're so badly re- written. Um, I don't even know what's going on.
0: So here's the problem. Um, so this tweet was made um, yesterday, and it went viral for two reasons. One... In an economy like we have today, where unemployment is skyrocketing, especially amongst young people, to have somebody say something like this, where people aren't even good enough for interviews because of the way your CV is presented, is something that really hits the hearts of many people on social media, specifically because there's so many people who are looking for jobs. There's so many people who've, uh, and it's funny because the CAs, the CASA candidates that you're talking about are probably part of the latest group that just graduated about two weeks ago. Um, the The issue here is that, you know, so many people are looking for jobs. People are sharing jobs. People are trying to be as much help as possible. So when a tweet like that comes out, people are like, do not read the room. Do not understand, you know, the, the, the situation that we're in. Where, and and I think a lot of people had a lot of complaints around how you know recruitment specialists and HR um, are very much biased because of you know issues of of presentation of a CV and I'm like no, but you need to f- you need to look for what are the requirements for. The job does this person have the minimum requirements let's put aside how the cv looks for two seconds and see is this well, the right on the candidate? other hand
1: though even with the same point that you make so many people are looking for jobs there's you know desperation even in some Her Mm. tweeting this or this, you know, HR person. On the other hand, is it not because of that? So many people looking for jobs and she's going, but how can you not take this seriously? How can you not make sure? Because you know there's so much competition out there against you that Mm. you do the right thing and you do impress me from the onset.
0: I mean, I hear you, but I think at the same time, there's so many resources that people have been, you know, given. I mean, I think social media, especially in the last, you know, two years of the lockdown has been a great resource in sort of finding um, ways and means to not only, you know, get services to create better CVs, but also to, you know, equip young people with the necessary skills to sort of market themselves well enough. Um, um, for those opportunities that are presented. I know there are quite a number of organizations in the NPO space, in the nonprofit space, that are giving and providing services in terms of you know, ensuring that young people become more employable, um, making sure that young people you know, have the skills that they need, not just to present themselves on paper, but also present themselves in person. So the fact that you can't provide the opportunity to be in person T- for that person to be at least given that shot yeah you know it's 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 I understand you want to make the the right first impression from the outside and throughout but not giving them the opportunity to surprise you to be more coordinated and more ready you yeah. know
1: certainly quite an interesting one that well we need to leave it there we are out mm-hmm. of time wrapping up our trending topic social media in the last 24 hours is what we're looking at uh, with our producer kanya 11 minutes past four let's take a break